Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Coming right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in betweens? It's your girl, the one and only Miss B, Queen B, back for week nine of the Tea with Queen B podcast. Hey, guys. Hey, Ams. Ams is back, y'all. I'm back. <laughs> you thought it was just Bianca. <laughs> I'm back. You thought it was over. Ams is a bag, a.k.a. the motherfucking goddess, mm-hmm. capitalizing the MF. We're back again to talk to y'all this week. What's been going on with y'all? The weather is heating up, honey. Y'all basically said, fuck Corona. Okay. <laughs> fuck Corona. Y'all are done. I didn't, did you? No, I still been doing the same shit that I've been doing before, coming to your house. Oh. <laughs> this is the most excitement we have. <laughs> Literally, I just come to Amber's house, y'all. Literally. Um, I am having a little function. That's going to be real fun and real cute, but... It's real small. It's nothing big. We are celebrating pride. Woo-hoo. I like to do that because Bianca can't roll her time. <laughs> okay. No worse. Insert Cardi B. Um, yeah, I'm having a, a cute little function this weekend just with some of my closest friends just to celebrate pride. If you all don't know, this is Pride Month. It kicks off the beginning of June. And um, there's Black Pride. There's, you know, Capital Pride. And none of those things are going to be going on this month. So I was just Mm. like, uh, I need to put my rainbow on in Vogue and pump down for the girls. And that's what I'll be doing this weekend. What have you been up to, Em? I'm in quarantine. Probably the same thing you've been up to. It's like, uh, (laughs) like um, I color my hair this week. Do you like my hair? Absolutely love it. Yes, y'all. I've been missing color so bad. And I said, why didn't I do this sooner? I need to take full advantage of not being at work and get, you know, ratchet on in one time. And that's what I did. You need to tune in. Instagram, Facebook, find me. Yes, it's so cute, y'all. It's like fire neon, pink, purple, mm. blonde. I call it stripper hair, but in like a good this, way. No, this is my um exotic unicorn. That's yeah, it is. I'll, I'll I'll call that the exotic unicorn. You could never, never. <laughs> Some of y'all buying installs that look just like this hair. Yes, but I'll color it for you. Yes, it looks so good. I'm actually about to get my hair redone, retouched up, all that stuff today. Mm. Nothing else really going on. So excited to be back with y'all this week. Once again, we're going to be celebrating Pride basically all month. Giving y'all all the hot teas on what we're doing instead of out there parading around, voguing, you know, watching all the fights go down between exes at the club. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I haven't really been doing anything else. I stopped Amazon shopping. Mm, I cut myself. How many days ago? Like two days ago, literally. Oh, no, wait, I think I ordered something yesterday. I didn't order anything today, so there's a start. Yeah, I didn't order anything today either, so. I do need a work wig, though. I need a work wig because why is the mayor trying to open up D.C. starting um, (laughs) Friday? And I just colored my hair. She tried it. Amber, every time you try to find a work wig, you never find Y'all, anything. Plug me in with like. a work wig. I refuse to color my hair over this. This took a lot of time and effort, y'all. I was yes. blending. She needs a unit, okay? And not one of them tacky ones where, you know, it's like, I, oh, I don't know. How yeah, because I still got to make that hush money at work. Listen. Right. 
Look, I just need something I could throw on in the locker room and snatch back off when it's time for me to. Exactly. Because okay. they're definitely not going to let you rock with Okay. That. I'm about to get on Amazon. <laughs> right. I've been mostly on Amazon, like, fixing up the house. I basically put all my little funds into getting new furniture and, like, fixing things up. I ordered, like, you know those little slip covers that you put over your furniture to, like, try and make it look all pretty and new? Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. <laughs> I'm about to return that. It's like a labyrinth. It's like a puzzle. It's like pockets. It's like putting a fitted sheet on a damn chair. And now mine just looks like I have a fitted sheet sitting over top of my <laughs> chair right now. And it's so pretty. Like, the print is so nice and everything. But, no, she's she's not working. So, I might just have to get rid of that. Yes, we have come to talking about furniture right now. Is that, is that because we're bored or we're old? I think a little bit of both because those are the things that excite me, but yeah. I don't think I would be talking about it on the pod <laughs> if I had anything else to Oh, no. Oh, God. All right, y'all. Anyways, I hope everyone has still been safe, staying safe and getting ready for, you know, this Memorial Day weekend. Maybe you can get to a grill, get you a little burnt-ass hot dog or whatever mm-hmm. the case. But uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be back to start the show. Okay, so of course I always like to give y'all a little bit of history. Usually it's the history of the week or the month what's going on, but I decided to stick with the theme of pride and do a little bit of LGBT history for y'all just to, you know, learn a little. (laughs) Do it for yourself. Come on now. So... I wanted to know about the origins of Pride and like when it started and everything. Um, I, I know a lot of people associate Pride with the rainbow and some people like that, some people don't. You know, that's neither here nor there. Do it how you feel. But in 1978, a man by the name of Gilbert Baker, who was titled, quote unquote, the gay Betsy Ross, created the first Pride flag from strips of dyed fabric that were found in the attic at the San Francisco Gay Community Center before the 1978 Pride Parade. So, I believe that Pride Parades had only started maybe a few years prior to that, but there were there was no flag initially. It was just like, you know, we're here, we're queer, and mm-hmm. whatever. But the rainbow flag that we all know and are accustomed to seeing was actually associated with eight colors that all had a different meaning, which was new news to me. There was pink for sex, red for life, orange for healing, yellow for sun, green for nature, turquoise for magic, blue for peace, and purple for spirit, which doesn't really equate to Reggie Biv, which is the rainbow, so... I don't know when that correlation became, but that was not the original plan to just slap rainbows all over pride. However, it is a great symbol, you know. Like, where did pink come from? Did you say pink? I said pink, yeah. Well, I don't know. Pink equals sex. I don't know where they got <laughs> it. They left that. Let's not leave that out. Yeah. And then you got turquoise for magic. I don't know what the <laughs> hell. What kind of magic? Gay magic? I don't know. Mm. I, okay, peace, spirit, I get it, son. I don't know what that has to do with living your best homosexual life, but I would actually like to see an original flag. I would like to see that. We should have Googled that. I'm going to Google that. Yeah, I would, I'm definitely going to Google If there's not that. an original flag, something's wrong with this story. Right. I don't know. I, need, I would like to see this uh, tied uh, scraps 
that equaled the gay pride flag. Tie-dye. Right. Basically tie-dye. Now, I mean, I'm all down for the rainbow. My function will be filled with rainbow. I'll be in rainbow from head to toe because when else am I going to be able to wear rainbow from head to toe without people looking at me like I'm crazy? You're the leprechaun now. Right. And so. I never wear green on my birthday, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, um, in some of the history of pride, black pride, which... People who are black in the community are fully aware of black pride. But when you talk to, like, other ethnicities, white people don't be having no goddamn clue that black pride exists. (laughs) They be like, oh, there's a black pride? Right. Yes, sweetie, there's a black pride. And it was actually started in 1991 by activists Wellmore Cook, Theodore Kirkland, and Ernest Hopkins. They organized the first D.C. black pride in 1991. And the original numbers for Black Pride were around 800 people. Now they estimate that more than 300,000 people touch down in D.C. every Memorial Day weekend to celebrate Black Pride. And if you're not from D.C. or in the area, honey, Black Pride be sh-popping in the city. I don't know about anywhere else, like Atlanta or wherever else, but Black Pride in D.C. be popping. Like, I mean, but how do you feel about running into every gay person that you know? Basically, that That happens. gets messy. Because let me tell you, the gay community is messy in D.C. Yeah, you're going to see some fights. <laughs> you're going to see it's some... It's still fun. I still like to, to go to the function. Yeah. Remember, you don't have to be gay to go to the where function. Where was that gay club? Was we in Philly? Probably. Yes, we were in Philly. I remember this. We was in Philly and we was chilling or whatever with my girlfriend at the time and she took us to Libations. Mm-hmm. And Libations was like this like cute ass little swanky lesbian town, um little bar in town, like in the city in Philly. And I was like, Amber, you're going to the club with us tonight and bitches was hitting on you left and right. I was just trying to shake my ass. I'm gonna dance wherever I go. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you're not bothered by any of that. But bitches was definitely on your line. But we had fun. The DC Pride is the um the the catalyst though. They basically kicked off DC Black Pride kicked off Pride for everybody else in um other major cities, you know, um LA, New York, Atlanta that basically follows suit. And now it's, you know, this countrywide thing and everybody participates in Black Pride and we still participate in Capital Pride as well, but it's nice to have some events and seminars and all those things that are dedicated to um, us, for us, by us, FUBU, you know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure that there's some virtual things that are going on for Pride this year. I'm so sorry I did not look those things up, but... There's virtual everything going on right now. Use your phone. Utilize your resources. That doesn't sound very fun to me. I don't know. These virtual It doesn't. I don't... Yeah, the virtual... The whole... The, the, um, I, I think some of the Zoom little happy hour meetings at workplaces, those are cute. Those are, those are cute. Mm-hmm. But I'm still sitting in my own house drinking. Correct. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Like, my girl, she gets on her little FaceTime thing with her friends and... They have like a little, you know, a couple hour sessions where they take their little shots. My girl don't drink. She be faking like a mug. Mm. Taking sips of Cavazier like she doing something. But anyway, but I think it's cute for them to like still get together and do that. The only people that I'm FaceTiming with is like my mom and you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well, I'll be looking forward to it then. Yeah, so I'm going to try to really turn up that LGBT heat. 
this weekend. I hope it doesn't rain. It better be nice and hot so I can wear some booty shorts. Exactly. I'm going to wear some booty shorts, rainbow from head to toe. I want to burn as glizzy. Uh, for those of you who don't know about the word glizzy, people in D.C., Myrna, Virginia, the word glizzy is associated with a hot dog. But that's not what Pop said. They, uh, Pop Smoke said uh, the glizzy was the hammer. <laughs> I don't know how we got from gun to hot dog, but whatever. Don't bring that glizzy. Okay. He <laughs> said, that's not necessary. Don't bring that glizzy to Um done but yes yes we are gonna party like it's not corona outside i'm not gonna say 1999 we're gonna party like it's not corona outside today i'm sipping on a little jose cuervo mini mango margarita you know a little ready to drink it's very tasty it looks like it's hot it's not let me sip it and see <laughs> she just wanted an excuse to take a, a sip break <laughs> Y'all, this drink, let me feel it. This is, nobody want no room temp. How's that quite wild? Anyway, give me back my drink. I oh, think okay. it's still very flavorful and it's giving me my entire life right now. Anyway, so as we jump into the Pride episode this week, um, for me, it's important for to get the story out there and just be authentic about like who you are and how it happened and if you're listening to this, anybody younger or even older, I don't know. If you're not out and you're not living your truth or um, that's not where you are in your life right now, I hope that you find the courage to come out at some point in time because it is definitely a freeing feeling. I came out, I came out twice. What? I came out twice. First, I came out to you, Amber. I came out to you first. Was I first? I feel... I wasn't fucking first. So, no, no, no. Okay, all right, boom. Let me give a little backstory. So, when I was in high school, I was dating somebody who was, like, openly gay, like, dressed like a boy, all of that. So, this is back in, like, the early 2000s where that shit still wasn't really cool. It was, like, one or two gay people in your school and you knew who they were and that was it. That was all. So, when we started dating, there was a lot of rumors. I was very well known in school. There was a lot of rumors. She was popular on the basketball team. And there was, like, so many rumors going around that we were dating. And we were always together. But we never really told anybody. Mm-hmm. We never said anything. We were dating before anybody knew that we were dating or that, like, I had kissed a girl. Like, she was the first girl that I had kissed, that I had... You know, I mean, look, she did lay the Mac down on me, though, y'all. Hold on, pause. <laughs> she got my number, like, wrote in the back of, a, like, a composition book and asked me to do her hair. And then when I didn't hit her up, she, like, persistently would write in the back of that same notebook when she saw me, like, hit me up. What are you waiting for? Like, leaving me little notes in the back. Play a style, you feel me, okay? <laughs> Some real dyke shit. But, um... After that, you know, we kind of kept it on the low. But I, I, I think one day I just came out and said, Amber, I have a girlfriend or I'm gay or... Was that because you had no choice because you were tired of me arguing with people at school? I think so. Okay. <laughs> I feel like you didn't want to tell me, but you, you just got tired of me 
getting into with people at school. Yeah, Amber was like about to fight someone in class. Oh my gosh, let me tell y'all. <laughs> I was t- every day just out of nowhere, people was kept saying my sister was gay, and I'm like, my sister not fucking gay. <laughs> Stop fucking playing with me. Like kissing girls in the hallway. Right. This bitch. So I guess, I mean, everybody at school knew before me. I mean, it was news to me. I think they suspected it, but we were so low-key with it. I mean, we thought we were anyway. Or maybe you just didn't want to see. We were in different grades, so we didn't see each other like that. I don't know. But our school switched over where the whole school went to lunch at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we all had like an hour for lunch, and the whole school being out together at one time, it was like no bitch, like there's no way you're gonna be able to have that. Yeah, see, um, I was cussing people out, so I feel like you owe me an apology. <laughs> at this point, like I'm over here defending you and shit, and I, I'm telling you, I'm do- and it's like I told you I was arguing with people, and you never said nothing. I think told you like literally like maybe a week after that and it was just like amber i have a girlfriend like it's serious you didn't really react how did you feel i don't were you shocked were you disappointed like were you i think i was shocked because i mean you was talking to niggas i was and i was you was talking to niggas i mean i enjoy you know little thought stories back then so i think in my head it was more so like are we gonna be able to share stories now talk about girl stuff because like i don't know do we still do we're that? not on the same page. <laughs> we're on the same page anymore yeah that was kind I'm, of scary. i'm talking about you know something that started with a z what are you talking <laughs> with about so i was like oh at first i was like i don't want to hear about you no girl you know it's like oh now i'm gonna be able to tell you my stuff and i don't want to hear about yours so it took me a while to get used to it but of course we do it now yeah but it took me a while because i'm like i don't want to know <laughs> You did. You, know? you were like that for a while. And I would try to make it so normal because you're my sister. So, me talking to you about what's going on in my relationship, like whether it be with a man or a woman, I'm just like, fuck it. But I realized like it could have been a bit abrasive mm-hmm. just to put myself out there and be like, oh yeah, I like Cooch Hay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. Yes. And then it was hard because my brothers and sisters... We are all stair steps right behind each other. So when Amber was in ninth grade, I was in 10th grade, and my brother was in 11th grade. And this is when this was probably all transpiring. So we were all in school together. I think we all had one class together. We took, like, ceramics (laughs) together or something like that. We all had class together. And with the rumors going around, it was basically like, I got to tell somebody. So I told Amber, but I couldn't say anything to my brother for years. I didn't say anything to Tony. If people was telling me, somebody had him and said, he probably suspected it because... He knew. Yeah. He he probably knew. He knew. But for me to, like, say it, and I could, like, feel, like, a little bit of disappointment, like, even from you, not, like, in a bad way, but just, like, oh, my God, like, shocking. I wouldn't say disappointment, but, like, shock because I was dating dudes. I was fucking around with niggas. I had a boyfriend who I loved dearly, and being with women wasn't about sex or anything like that i was having a good time you know doing what i was doing with dudes too it just i was connected and i see so i thought another reason why i wasn't like disappointed i was just like oh she's just going through a phase i was like oh she's just having fun everybody's that type thing you know why because it's so many people in high school who wanted to act like they were gay yeah and they really weren't gay it was just like a little cool thing to do it was and then 
the crazy part that happened, everybody was coming to me. Mm. Like, I would literally be bumping into bitches in the hallway, like, pulling me to the side saying, I've been liking girls for however long, but I didn't know how to tell anybody. I am not your spokesperson, okay? I am not your um, advocate. Mm -hmm. But because I was so well known and now it was kind of like out and I was living however I wanted, it was like at school I could be who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. At home, now, my mom, I don't know, mom, I love (laughs) you, mom, I really do, but she had to know because I was bringing females around and arguing with them at the house. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. And it's not like, you see, you're not low key like me. I'm you not. You show affection and it was just way too flirtatious. And I was like, cringe. Ah! Because you did- at first, mom didn't know. And like, you would do little shit. And I would be like, did she really just do that or say that? <laughs> And, and I'll be like, am I hot? Like and I'll yeah. be hot and be like, yes. Like, <laughs> oh my God. And like, I would like, get into it and like, my mom couldn't understand why I was on the phone, you know, arguing with these females and, you know, all of that. Like, she just couldn't understand why I was so intense with these women. And I was basically like, those my friends, girl. Right. <laughs> yes, I really thought I was playing it off. And I was not. I really was not. I could not play my emotions to the left. Once I was involved with girls and dealing with them, there was no hiding it for real, for real. But I went off to college. And in college, before up until that point, nobody, I had never even said out loud that I was a lesbian. No, none, no, none of that. It Were was you just like. I was. I was in denial because I was still fucking with dudes. I mean, <laughs> I went to college and I was fucking with dudes and I was fucking with females and I broke up with my girlfriend and just started wilding the fuck out. I didn't know you was fucking with dudes. Well, yes. I was in college getting that shmoney, okay? I had niggas taking me out dinner, you know taking me to Poconos <laughs> and was still, you know what I'm saying, fucking around with females and I was still trying to like identify who I was like I will never forget I was in school and I was in my bathroom in my room and um oh lord y'all know Missy's around she's never far but um I was in my room and like it was the first time I had looked in the mirror and said I'm a lesbian out loud and I just broke down crying in the mirror that's, in some, the dr- mirror. Oh, that's some dramatic ass shit theatrical yeah extra ass I was like oh my god and I just like broke down or whatever because it was the first time that I had said it out loud and like just how it felt to say that to me you know what I'm saying it's like saying that I'm an addict for the first time out loud like you have to push the denial to the side and accept it because I wasn't leaving females alone I was still interested in them I still wanted to you know meet more people and talk to them so it just was what it was and I came out, well, I came out to you, and then I kind of came out at school. And then when I came out to my mom, I was in college. I was dating a woman who was significantly older than I was, and I was staying at her house. She was, you know, just basically catering to me at the time and making sure that not only I was good, but my friends were good. You know, spending money on us, making sure we're good. I'm like, oh, bitch, this is the life, okay? (laughs) I'm never going back. And... We, like, moved in together. I moved into her house, and I had to one day just tell my mom 
on the phone that, you know, this is not my roommate. I'm dating this woman and, you know, I'm into women. And it crushed me to say that to my mom. It crushed me. What did she say? She didn't say anything. Like, mom, my mom is a soldier. She's, like, super supportive. She was just like, I love you no matter what. And, you know, I cried. My mom, she never folded. She never broke. She never got upset with me or mad at me or anything. I mean, she let me know where her views were on the situation and that she didn't necessarily want that life for me. But she never made me feel like... It was wrong. Yeah. or Not that it wasn't wrong because she was against it, but her love for me superseded the life that I was living. You know what I'm saying? So, I just wasn't tripping about... I was, I'm not saying I wasn't tripping about telling her because I was, because I didn't want to disappoint her. But my mom, like I said, she's such a rock. She never, I found out later that she did cry to one of her friends and she never told me. Yep. She never told me. Mm-hmm. And one of her friends, sorry, mom, I'm putting Oh, she doesn't know this? Oh, no. shit. She, one of her work friends told me that after I had came out to her that she basically just like couldn't control her emotions with her while she was talking about it and of course the parent who was against is gonna ask themselves you know what why what did I do and why is my child like this and any parents out there it's not your fault it's nothing that you did we make our own choices we are who we are it has nothing to do with you all these preachers kids and all of that out there these kids turn out to be whoever the fuck they want to be it has nothing to do with you but you know some people do blame their parents maybe you don't but some people do some people do i mean depending on your lifestyle there are people who are who they are for different reasons there are some people like i i'm so frustrated by people who say that people are not born gay because I was in elementary school with fully flamboyant gay men who I knew for a fact were going to be gay, period. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't about like, oh, they weren't in a good household or anything like that. That's just who they fucking were. Now, there are people who, you know, have, you know, extenuating circumstances where they might not trust the opposite sex or whatever. Everyone has their own story, but... You know, no one in my family, even like my grandmother, when she found out, she was like, I love you, baby. You know, grandma love you. It's not what I want for you, but I love you. She's still praying on it. I know. My great-grandma, she's... First of all, my mom outed me to my great-grandma. She was tired of lying to my great-grandmother, who is almost 90 years old. And she was basically like, I was tired of lying to her. And I just came out and told her that Bianca is is gay. And my great-grandmother called me and prayed and mm. told me I needed to find a good Christian man. And that's not the way that I was raised and blah, blah, blah. I was pissed with my mom. I was pissed when I was relieved at the same time. Because I was just like, okay, great. We don't have to do this charade bullshit anymore. She knows what it is. But still, like, I couldn't bring women around her or anything like that. Because, like... She was giving complete shade, like palm tree shade, if I brought women around. So, yeah, got to come out at some point in time. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm really irritated with people that we have known for years. And, like, everyone knows that you are gay. You're making 
it worse by still trying to hide it because it's like everyone knows why why are we still i mean it's embarrassing at this point yeah like for years like come on everyone knows just let it be what it is because then you look fraud leave your how can anyone you know trust you at this point not only that i'm sorry i'm grown now i've been out since i was officially out to my mom i would say since i was 20 21 so at this point i don't want to deal with you if you don't if you're not comfortable enough in your sexuality to say this is who i am and i love who i love I can't do that because I've already gone through my own struggle. I'm not judging your process, but I I, I just can't. I don't know. Amber, have you ever been attracted to women? Oh my god! <laughs> no, I I think that women are beautiful. Um, I I always compliment women when I think that they are just so pretty, but not in a sexual way. I don't think that a woman could do anything for me, like. Yeah. You would be a lipstick lesbian if you were. Like, you would date someone who was, like, pretty like you. I would have to. And... I would have to. So, listen. <laughs> All y'all that look like men that be trying it, talking about, I wish you was gay, and don't knock it till you try. I've been hearing that line for years. Fuck off. Stop what you're doing. Listen. Stop what you're fucking doing. I can tell doing. you right now, if that was the case, she would it be would pretty. Definitely right, like me. She would be a femme girl. I don't I don't want I wouldn't want no female to look like Y'all would like take me. like little matching lingerie pics and dumb <laughs> shit like that. Like now me, I need a rough neck. God, get a rough neck. But that thing about it is that's what I like as far as men. But I right. don't feel like any woman could fill that void for me. I just don't yeah. at the end of the day you bleed like I bleed and you have titty balls. <laughs> I don't want to feel that on me. Like, you know, if you look like a dude in the face. If you like, especially the ones that let their mustache come in. Oh, I hate that. And all that extra stuff. I'm sorry. Do you, but... I can't do not it. for all like like come on if you going I need to hold the full man the package I need the dangling attached the dangling with the swine swine not yes. the one that you put on yes so she would have to be <laughs> feminine very feminine and that I don't know like I could never even see you the, the, that's the part about it that kind of pissed me off at one point is that I was out and living you know my truth and people like automatically put my sister in this category that like. Because we hung out or because she was cool with my friends that she must like women too. And it's like... They still do. To this, to this day, like a year ago or something day. like that. It's, I heard this guy had told, you know, people that... Oh, yeah. No, it's not just Bianca. Amber's gay too. What woman you seen me with? Right. And like, mind your fucking business, right? Bob, if I was. Like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Whatever. Like, and honestly... Just why do you associate people like that? Why do people do that? Is it because I go to to gay functions with you? I mean, I am don't I supposed know. to act like a homophobe? Or right, because you're definitely not that, and no one in my family is. Thank God that you know I haven't had to deal with any you know one of my family members like outright coming to me saying that shit is wrong i don't fuck with you which i wouldn't mm, really maybe not to fuck. your face so maybe not to my face who gonna check me boo okay who gonna fucking check me i mean your dad is a fool but yeah my dad when i when my dad first found out that i was dating women he cut me off he was like no money if you need anything i'm not gonna be giving you money if you're 
spending it to deal with some woman. I mean, he was adamant about it. You know, I don't, I don't fuck with no dykes. And, you know, now look, look, let me tell you one thing about the word dyke. I can call you a dyke because I am gay and I'm in the life. We can use that together. But when you're using it in a derogatory term to be offensive towards me, I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. So we didn't speak for a while. And he had to get to the point where everyone in my family had to get to the point where they realized, like, it's not a phase. This yeah. is just who I am. Mm. It's where I'm comfortable. I'm not knocking, you know, people who are bisexual or people who deal with men or whatever. I I don't... I tell people all the time that my sexuality has nothing to do with sex. It is about, like, the intimate, most inner parts of me that are connected to women and just how I like to relate. Like... Because that's what a lot of people ask about. Like, well, if she's going to talk to women that look and carry themselves like a man, why not just be with a man? So that's the part that they don't understand that is deeper than... It is. Because I like my woman strong, dominant, handsy, okay? (laughs) Bitch, can you change a tire? Can you, um, you know what I'm saying, fix the leak in my sink, bitch? Like... (laughs) My girlfriend is super handy. She does it all. She is the fix-it, clean-up woman, baby. You need to put some shit together, take some shit apart, figure out what, what's not working. <laughs> Just call my boo, because she going on the double. She is there. She going to figure it the fuck out. So, you would never date a fan? No, I just used to do it to them in college. That's it? Yeah. And, like, I had threesomes, and... You know, I explored my sexuality to the fullest when I was in college. I know. It was so much fun. Oh, my God. Let me tell y'all a little (laughs) quick tidbit. One time, one of my friends, he was real, real cool. I did his hair. We were, like, really good friends. He bought a woman over to chill with me and uh, one of my roommates at the time. And we ended up having a threesome with her. And she, she left him and came home with us. And ended up, we had a huge threesome. It was so much fun. Like, I didn't feel, you know, I didn't feel any type of way about it. I just enjoyed myself, and that was that. But feminine energy, there's only one diva in this relationship. (laughs) That's the thing about it. Why I really think that I could never do it, period. Because women are vicious. Catty, all of that. Sneaky as hell. That's another thing. I don't understand why women... Um, get out of a relationship with a man, a fucked up relationship, and think that a woman is going to treat you better because they're most, you know, they're more emotional right. and, you know, um, caring and all that. But it'd be more messy. Right. And women are sneaky as fuck. They are. You know, thank you. Men are stupid. You can get over on them motherfuckers. They ain't they the smartest. Some of these bitches and some of these females, these, um, you know, doms especially, they looking for wives. They want to be stepdaddies to your kids. Two weeks later. All of, yeah, <laughs> like, you whole lesbian shit is real, okay? Me, personally, I like older women. I'm into older women. At least every serious relationship that I've been in, she's probably been 10 years older than me. Facts. At least. Yeah. And it's just the See, way I like to move. Them younger ones, all your relationships with, um, like, younger women have been trash, really Straight chicks. And you know people that done fucked with them. Mm-mm. It's too much shit with it. Yeah, just stick with them. And guess what? Way. Them be the bitches that's still around in my, on my line, in my inbox, on the low. Oh, why did we never work out? Because you trash. <laughs> that's why we didn't fucking work out. Biscuit head ass, yeah. like, 
<coughs> nah, fuck wrong with you. No, that's why we didn't work out because you're messy and you ain't got no sh money. Mm. Period. But like, even sometimes I feel bad also for older dons too because they get caught in the trap of taking care of these younger girls that they like and mm-hmm. you know getting played all the way to the left because they want to pay all your bills and take care of your kids and all that shit we ain't got time for that shit we really don't have time for that but you got to be careful though because my type is very strict <laughs> my type is like okay this is my type she's older she's established i don't necessarily i like them like a little bit cute and also a little bit ugly you know like I don't want them super fine ass, young MA ass, flashy bitches. The medium ugly. Medium ugly. I want you, you know, loyal ugly. You yeah. feel me? But my bitch is cute though. Like she fine. You know what I'm saying? But she don't know that. And that's okay. I know it. Listen, the <laughs> ugly ones play games too. You'd be they surprised. Do. Like the nerve of you, even men. I gave your funny looking ass a chance because you made me laugh and you had a little bit of coin and yes. here you go playing me like I'm the basic bitch. Looking like a foot. Yeah. <laughs> like how dare you? But yes. I did, you know, you got to be careful with your type. You got to be careful what you do, you know what I'm saying? Because I had a real bad experience that happened to me. You know, I like them old and seasoned like an Obey French fry. <laughs> And I dealt with this woman. She was taking me somewhere real fancy to eat. I was like, oh, yeah. She was like, you want to come to such and such? Okay, five-star restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We went, first of all, I was looking like loving hip-hop. I mean, <laughs> baby, I had the, the, the whole fit was popping. okay? She was looking like the deacon <laughs> at the church with the wide legs, Steve Harvey pants on, white shirt with the black tie. Like, are you going to serve me or are you here to eat? The whole night, you know, she, she never complained about, you know, money or anything like that. We had a great time. And then we went back to her place. And she proceeded to think that things were going to pop off. And, you know, I ain't going to say I was on my jump-off shit. But I'm like, you know what I'm saying? It was a fancy-ass dinner. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, we got the... First of all, you know, we she wanted to dance. She wanted to dance in her apartment, which was cool or whatever. But it was some real, like, Casanova old shit. Like, she had the two-step on. And then... You know, she, I guess she proceeded to get sexy, and this is a dominant woman, dresses like a man, everything, all that, and she came out of the bathroom with the satin bra on, with the matching satin drawers. <laughs> <laughs> like, the satin drawers with the saggy butt. Like, but, she, but she, she was a domino, right? And the pointy bra, yes. <laughs> But she was older. She was that like not 50 okay. almost. That is not okay. She had the pointy Madonna, my first titty <laughs> bra. Like, sateen, <laughs> saggy ass. And then she had the strap on over top the drawers. Girl, I'm about to hate Girl. It. And so when she turned around, it was just saggy drawers. With oh, the strap. my God. Can't Y'all, it. it was terrible. I didn't know she had the strap on top of Oh my God! I'm sorry. Look, if you if you are a, a, a lesbian and you're in the life and you like you know little add-ons and strap-ons and all that, I do not want to see your fake dick on over top no drawers. <laughs> <laughs> that is not fucking sexy, bitch. <laughs> Don't want to fucking say it. No, it was oh terrible. And so like, you know, she was like asking, you know, what I'm saying to give me oral and all that or whatever, and. I mean, it was cool, I guess, but she was grunting in my coochie <laughs> like she was smoky. They'd be like, 
<laughs> Ravaging oh the pussy. God, I the I, Girl, I was looking up at the motherfucking wall, which really didn't help because she was really into the Lord and had scriptures <laughs> from the Bible all over the this, motherfucking this house. Getting worse and worse. Like praying hands and she looked like she colored herself. <laughs> Like, did you use the crayons and color the praying hands of yourself? Oh like, Jesus God. wept. Like, are you serious? Like, right you would go now? in the bathroom and it would be like scriptures up on the walls. <laughs> While she in her satin drawers. With her dick on over top of the drawers. <laughs> <laughs> she going down. I was like, oh my God. And like the grunting, oh it was just horrible. She, you let her finish? Girl, I don't even know. I think it might have been two minutes. And it was just oh like, she was like sweating profusely and like, oh talking all this shit in my head. Like, yeah, you like that, baby? I'm gagging. You like that? And I was just like, oh my God. I was disgusted. I was disgusted. Oh, no. And this was, a, this was a time when like, it was really transitional for me. Like, I was going from, you know, house to house, pillar to post. Like, she was somebody that was cool to chill with and like, would cook for me and like make sure I was good like she was genuinely a good ass person but you threw me off the sateen yes. was a no go so I had to bring down my age a little bit I had that to I had to come down because I realized when I'm 40 you know what I'm saying you'll be pushing you know like 55, 56 and I wasn't going to be able to do it oh, no. I was not going to be able to do it I cannot. That is funny as shit. Yeah, that is super funny. I mean, it's true. I got stories for y'all for days. Just buckle on the fuck up. (laughs) I should have told y'all at the beginning of this episode to buckle up, bitch, because I got all kinds of tea to sip today. I'm not really sipping tea. I'm sipping wine and other things. But, honey, the tea is hot. Are you sure um, mom needs to hear this? I don't know. She might be banned from this episode. I mean, (laughs) unless she wants to hear about the dome with the strappy um, (laughs) satin. draw situation i mean we're older now so i mean there were so many things that went down right under my mom's nose like i don't even know if i'm ready to divulge things that happened or whatever like like beef that happened between females you know like having one girl chilling with me at my house and like another girl walking up on me you know trying to come to my house and like my ex-girlfriend at one time had found out that I was back on dudes. I had a boyfriend at the time. I was still in, like, high school or whatever. I was like, fucking, I'm off this. I'm done with you. And I had a whole boyfriend. And bitch was walking down the street looking for me with a brick in her hand ready to fuck shit up. Yeah. And, like, stuff that happened right down the street. And my mom never knew. Amber always knew everything. No, but you know what's fucked up? The only reason she knew my business is because of you. What? Mom wouldn't know half. The, she wouldn't know nothing I had going on. It's always your snitching ass. Bianca's a dry ass snitch. Let I, me tell you right now. She's lying. <laughs> she know all this stuff from you, not me, because no, I'm but there are girl. things that I don't even know. Like, bitch, there are things that I found out later on in life, and I was. It's stuff you still don't know because then, then Mama gonna know. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. See. Mom, you're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser. That is not okay. No, but like, I just, I felt so relieved after I just got to live my life and my truth. And I mean, sometimes I'm still a little bit uncomfortable with it. I'm not going to lie. It's been years. It's been years. But like, you know, like my great grandma, I really don't like, 
making her feel some type of way and you know and I mean my family for pretty much across the board like I said I've been with my girl so long now it's like I borrowed a Thanksgiving last year I went to go visit my great-grandma on Thanksgiving and I got there first and she came after me mm -hmm. and she walked in and it was like oh, oh my god is that the same girl that Bianca's been with all this time oh my god I mean there were literally like whispers as soon as she walked in and like I've been with this girl for like so long why are y'all still she don't care she's still praying to dear baby Jesus every night yes that's gonna give you babies mm. I can still make a baby. Mm -hmm. oh. I don't know about it, but you know, I can, I can. Mm. Mm. Make one for me. <laughs> oh, shit. It's a little too much, okay? Anyway, y'all, I'm just rambling. And um, if you have any coming out stories, y'all, please, 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 please email the show, queenbtpodcast at gmail.com. That's queen, the letter B. T-E-A podcast at gmail.com. I love to hear coming out stories or just like funny stories, dating stories, anything. Y'all, come talk to me. Yeah, because I ain't about to be, look, putting all my business out here in the street. I got some <laughs> stories, but I ain't I'm trying sure. to hurt nobody's feelings. Don't come out. You're just sober right now. Okay, that's Basically. right. I'm Ooh. drinking ginger ale right now. Um, There's two bottles of ginger ale in front of me right now. Actually. Well, it was a little Starbucks drink I had that um, didn't agree with me too well. All right. Ginger ale it is the black people remedy for yes. any and everything. Anyway, y'all, I think we're going to wrap up the episode for this week. You know, um, it's Pride all month, so I'll probably, probably blah, 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 backtrack, Bianca. I pretty much will have a funny-ass story or situation to tell y'all every week. I mean... The stories are endless. And they're pretty good, actually, without divulging too much of my own damn information. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. How do you feel about Pride Month and my cookout coming up and everything else? I mean, I guess it's exciting. I like to party. and uh, Do you have your rainbow ready? Rainbow I, attire is required I do have function. some rainbow attire ready. Um, I'm always happy to do things that you like to do, you know. Because yeah, cause I go to the straight function. Bianca doesn't really come to straight functions as much as I go to um, gay functions, but that's okay. I mean, um, I'm just saying, because the niggas don't be knowing how to act. They want to slide their dick across your butt and all that dumb the extra shit. Just, just trying to pull me up close and put put their mustache on my, on my neck. Amber! They do! <laughs> Good night. I'm done. Well, I know how to, you know... We'll invite me somewhere up. with a bunch of dudes and we'll see who has the most money. Bianca never wants to come to the sausage party, but she always wants mm -hmm. me to come to Kitty Land. <laughs> <laughs> I am done. All right. Anyway, but live your truth without proud. If you're an ally like my sister, like be a firm ally. Like don't say that you're an ally just because, you know, this person is someone that you love or whatever. Like if you're an ally, be a fucking ally. Advocate. If it weren't for allies along with the people who are like active for our civil equality and shit like that, then we wouldn't be able to get married or any of that. I wish that there wasn't so much dissension in the LGBT, I would say QIA uh, community as well because, I mean, at this point, we're all basically the same thing. We're just living in different lanes and 
if it weren't for someone saying, you know, we should be able to get married or we should be able to have rights, then there are so many people out there who wouldn't be able to have that happiness of spending their lives with someone committed, you know, on paper, legally binding. If something is happening to you in the hospital, I want to be able to go in there and say, this is what I want to happen with this person that I'm with and have been taken care of for all this time. Whereas someone in their family will come over in your business and have proxy over what happens to your ill loved one because y'all aren't legally fucking married. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to preach too much about that because I've been with my girl for a long time. <laughs> but the fact that we can get married is a wonderful, great thing. Love wins. Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> um, this week, like y'all um always know how we do, we always highlight a predominantly black businesses we've been dealing with lately, but we always like to put on um people that are hustling and just ambitious, especially with starter companies. So, Am, who is it this week? This week we have a uh, Monisha. Her Instagram page is harmony.essentials. That is E-S-C-E-N-T-I-A-L-S on Instagram. And um, she has some really nice candles. I saw they were posted. Um, I might have saw it on the Explore page. And I was like, uh-uh, hold on, I know her. Um, I was drawn because I saw the um the candle called Black Amber and I get everything that has my name in it. You really do. I do. <laughs> Amber used to wear remember when those monogram clothes were like so popular? Amber used to want every shirt that had an A on it with a diamond or was embroidered with an A on it, this bitch wanted to wear it. <laughs> and I said, You guys it's an A right over there. <laughs> Anyway, y'all head over to her um Instagram page, <laughs> harmony.essentials. It says the start of being in vibrational harmony with your true self, leaving you with a peace of mind. I'm waiting for my candles now, so I'll update you, but I'm pretty sure. Um, Were they priced well? Yes, they were priced well. There's two different sizes. I think I got four ounce and some 12 ounce. Okay. You know, I love candles. The house got to smell. Is she making them? Smell good. Um, I believe so. Yeah, it looks like she's made. Her Instagram page is really nice. It's curated really well. It looks nice and professional. I love that. I'm not going to highlight a business that's not together. Don't hit me up asking to put on your business selling mask or whatever, and there's no name. There's no LLC. No, I don't want your mom and pop business. If you're a serious entrepreneur and you would like to get a nice shout out on the pod, be professional about your shit when you're, you know, in the inbox or just talking about your business in general. Monisha, I love you. I haven't seen her in forever. She's the cutest chocolate little thing. I love, just love her. So pretty. But I'm definitely going to order me some candles. I'm waiting until Amber's get here because I want to smell hers. I don't want an Amber candle. Why not? What does Amber smell like? You're so jealous. Oh, no, Amber does. And we used to wear that. I still do from Victoria's Secret. What's it called? Amber Romance. Amber Romance. <laughs> and I know y'all got some motherfucking Amber Romance. <laughs> You have middle school Victoria's Secret. Yes. It I'm works done. every time. It does. It's a classic. I was a love spell hoe, but you was either a, a sweet pea hoe, an amber romance hoe, a love spell hoe, or a Japanese cherry blossom hoe. Mm, I love a Jer- Japanese, Japanese cherry blossom. I think mom still uses it. And I used to steal her lotion and stuff all the time. I'm sure did. Mm, she hated it. But um, I guess that's it for this week. Um, I'm so glad that we got to pod again together. Y'all be back. 
All right, y'all. Much love and light. We'll see y'all again next week or hear y'all again next week. I don't know. It's all the same damn thing these days. Okay, love and light. Bye. Bye.